Warning, this is not an episode of Keep It Weird. It's something even better. You have just entered a crossover. To Florida Mint on Florida Man with Greg, Wayne, Josh, Cameron, Lauren, and Ashley of Keep It Weird. And we are doing a super spicy right on collab. Right on time. Super spicy yeah. collab. <laughs> it's so good. That was subtext. Super spicy collab. We have LA in the house, California in the house, Florida's mm-hmm. in the house. Who else is in the house? We're bi coastal, baby. Bi coastal. Bi coastal. We're hoping uh, nobody else is in the house because they weren't invited. If they no, no. I, I had a bi coastal girlfriend in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see oh her. Gosh. I didn't see her as much as I thought. That's all I'm saying. Because she was always hanging out with that one <laughs> girl on the softball team. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling on uh, the softball yeah. team. <laughs> so we've had a pretty good week. It's super hot in California and hella hot here in Dude, Florida. Too hot. Yeah. It's really warmed up. I was enjoying our like 68, 70 degrees mm. and now it's real toasty. Yeah. And I'm in the valley, which I don't know if you guys know what that means, but it's we saw a 10 a times clueless. hotter. We know what yes. the valley is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> valley girl. You know it. Yeah. It's real hot in the valley. It's too much. We're dying. It's fine. We're really excited about our third summer is rolling around and our third summer. That's usually when yeah, things poor start to Florida. Down. Yeah, can, I don't understand why the news or like the weather people say uh it's ninety seven degrees, but it feels like one hundred and seventeen. It is one hundred and seventeen <laughs> then. Is. That is what if it is. It feels right, like just that, say that's that. what it is. Yeah. And I don't, don't like my, my weather person saying it feels like this. Don't yeah. give me your opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't pay You're for in your an opinion. air conditioned studio. Yeah, give me right. the facts. But I don't pay you at all, actually. No. I don't know how I'm getting this deal. <laughs> You're in a suit every morning. All I have to do is turn on my TV. I know. It's a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah, but we want to... Um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, Keep It Weird and oh, your gosh, show. Oh, that would be a good idea. And mm-hmm. uh, what you guys do. Tell us all about... Yeah. What do you do? We do a lot of things. No, we are Keep It Weird podcast. We are the podcast for all things strange, strange unusual, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, creepy sticky, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Oh, there uh, it is. Basically, right? That's what we tune in for. That's, that's, that's what we want to hear. <laughs> so basically, we we started out, we were kind of the OG paranormal true crime mm-hmm. cast. Like we were one of the first to combine the two. Now there are hundreds, but million. we had to kind of switch it up. So now we do more. I guess we 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 try and do more science based stuff. Okay. Like we've got That's a cool. time travel episode coming up. We have interesting people come on the show. We had a human body epi- episode where our um our guest was a eunuch. Okay. Come on. Which wow. I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. That was interesting. He was fascinating. Yes. And I was pregnant at the time. And so Lauren I got to share about pregnant. those joys. Yeah. So <laughs> so we kind of talk about like the weirdness of the human body, the weird stuff in nature, 
Mm-hmm. So we we kind of steered away. We still do the paranormal stuff. We mm-hmm. still go on paranormal investigations Mm-mm. and hunt ghosts. Um, but our podcast is kind of veered more towards to science. All things yeah. weird and with a little more research and investigation okay, so behind it. Yeah. You heard it here first. They no longer believe in the paranormal. Strictly <laughs> science. Strictly science-based. Science-based. <laughs> Podcast. We're now keep it science. Keep it, keep science. it science. Keep it science. <laughs> doesn't have the same uh, ring, but I love it. Doesn't. it. It's honestly yeah. one of our favorite shows, and um, you Thank guys are you. super cool. And it feels like long lost friends, but we are huge fans as well. So it's an honor mm-hmm. to, to well, hang it's out mutual to hook up with the OG yeah. paranormal, the OG pod. Mm-hmm. True, crime. that's right. <laughs> so well, we love you guys. We're excited to be here. You know what else I love, ladies. Um, yes, I love, I love headlines. Uh, I, I love ladies. That's what he was saying. Is that what you're saying? He loves the. You know ladies what I love? Ladies. It's semicolon. I also I love, love headlines. headlines, though. So, Florida man posing as a cop. Okay, does a traffic stop and pulls over hmm. a real cop? Jesus, I mean, no. aren't, aren't real cops posing <laughs> as cops? I think everyone's <laughs> posing <laughs> as cops. Yeah. Oh, so. Dropped that. <laughs> okay, I need to hear more. I'm pro. I'm pro anti cop over here. So, 35-year-old Barry Hastings Jr. Okay. Uh, pulled over an off-duty officer. Oof. And when he pulled him over, mm-hmm. uh, he introduced himself. The, the off-duty cop, though, was asking for his credentials. Um, Barry got mm-hmm. a little uh, antsy, you know, kept saying, uh, if you need to call my office, you can do that. Actually, why don't you just follow me to the office? We'll Oof. go into the police department. No, I don't like that. And... Uh, so that sounds like textbook for when you get pulled over by a cop. Yeah. They go, trust me, I'm a cop. Follow me. Yeah, let, <laughs> follow, exactly. me it's yeah. Fine. follow me to my house. I'll show you. <laughs> um, I've got cop paraphernalia laying around. <laughs> uh, I will so show you it. he ended up uh, fleeing the scene. Uh, got a little antsy. The deputy kept mm-hmm. pressing him for, um, you know, questioning him. And yeah, his interrogation skills about- were probably better honed, oh, more yeah. honed than the fake cop. He definitely did better in that situation. Nice. Nice. Um, I just did Borat. Dang. When he was eventually pulled over. (laughs) Nice. nice. uh, Deputies found a functional siren box. Okay. A CB (gasps) radio. Mm -hmm. And a whole light set up in Hastings' vehicle. Um, Oh, Oh, my God. They didn't find firearms or handcuffs. Perfect. Yeah. Thankfully. So he's not a serial killer. Because when you said his name, I was like, that's a serial yep. killer name, yeah. right? Barry yeah. Hastings Jr. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so he's cosplaying. So, that's what you say. Yeah, I'm just basically. Cosplaying. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in it didn't seem like he was going to take it that far. Like if he didn't have any. <laughs> Follow me to the convention like center. That's what I was <laughs> saying. Yeah, that's what. What was Jeez, his plan? I'm in there. character. What was his plan? I mean, like you said, they. Uh, right. you would think like, somebody would do that. Duh. I guess so. Yeah, just I, scare somebody with a Just fake like ticket? give him a Walgreens receipt and yeah. be like $75, please. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's four feet long. And don't <laughs> over Sorry, it. it's a scarf. He definitely wanted to just kind of maybe feel like some power or something, pull somebody so, over yeah. and just got unlucky. This is weird. Maybe yeah. he did it on a dare. It's very strange. I feel power like turn on a light switch. I'm like, right? <laughs> I'm like, look at that. Boom, baby. Magic. Science. He loves science jokes. I love science. Uh, Y'all know. Don't we all? Mm-hmm. We know. Keep it we science. Get it. We know all about science. Keep it, Keep science, it science. Always. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next headline. Um, if you guys haven't heard, do you guys have iguanas in California? 
I don't no. think so. As in, like, all of our lizards are very small. They're teensy. Okay. Mm-hmm. What uh, about Gila monsters? Y'all have Gila monsters? Excuse me. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it must be a Nevada thing. I think it's, there was this yeah, book Nevada. when I was a kid, and it was like one kid was coming Did you to make Florida. This up? No, this is real. It starts with a G. Okay. One kid was coming to Florida. He was scared of alligators. One kid was going to Nevada, which I assume is close to California because it it's is. not anywhere near Rumor Florida. Has it. I know that. And they have Gila monsters. So I assumed it would it it went into uh California somehow. But I guess not. I guess they stop at the state line. They do, Apparently, yeah. They, don't they obey they, they obey little, all the laws. Just get a little baby lizards. So to clarify, you guys don't have iguanas. No iguanas. Negative. Okay. <laughs> or Gila monsters that. for sure. No. Just, no. Okay. Correct. All right. So we do have iguanas in South Florida running around basically like squirrels. I mean, they're everywhere. Uh-huh. It's disgusting. Um, That's story. amazing. That was good. They've Thank become a real problem. And so the uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Department has allowed people to catch them or hunt them to take care of the, <gasps> the pest problem. Mm. Well, hunt? They're a little yes. too big to be uh, like hunted like a game, right? And their their tail pops off, I believe. Mm, well... This Florida man was hunt, facts, hunting know. iguanas, Uh-oh. and instead of hitting an iguana on this shot, he accidentally hit a pool worker in the neighbor's <gasps> yard. Oh, no. So he oh, did he die? He didn't he, kill him, did he? No, he shot him in the leg. Oh, okay. Ooh. Wait, what are you shooting iguana with? Right. He was BB shoot- gun? Another yeah. iguana. Shotgun? Usually. Sawed off shotgun? Pellet gun, yeah, BB gun. <laughs> so, he, so he's such a bad shot that he missed... An iguana and hit a human being? Yeah, he was going for the iguana's That's head. Bad. They said that their preferred method for killing iguanas is mm. a shot to the head. It's quick Jeez. and humane. Oh, man. But I don't know how you miss that bad where you shoot a person. A person. Yeah. Did the guy have it on his shoulder like a pet? Right. Was he wearing the iguana? <laughs> and, he's like, and the guy's like, sorry, it's my duty. There's an iguana. I'm taking it down. It's my duty. You kind of wonder if there was even an iguana around. I mean, maybe it was just a, a pissed right. off neighbor. Attempted but, murder. I know. Yeah. Was it like Attempted a, like murder. A, case closed. We solved it. Was it like a pool boy Attempted then? Murder. Or like a Yeah, it was a pool worker that got okay, shot. So he wasn't like swimming in like no. Yeah, but what if what if the pool worker was sleeping with the dude's wife? We Ooh, don't know. Exactly. It was a revenge That's shot. I think it's obvious. If there's a wife present, pool boy sleeping with him. Right. Well yeah, then exactly though right. he said mm-hmm. To the cops, I was actually trying to shoot an iguana, and then the cops said, I'm not really a cop. I just play one of the cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it full circle. Thank you. So full man. circle. That was beautiful. I don't even get it. That's how deep it went. <laughs> I have I where I am. a real quick uplifting story. Yes, please. Um, for 4th of July, mm-hmm. Florida inmates spent their 4th of July um, comforting dogs at local animal shelters and cuddling with them during fireworks so they were not Aww. scared. Aww. That's so cool. That is precious. That's so this so happened in Brevard County. Uh, basically, inmates that were part of uh, like work programs that were able to go out and work, um, they were able to go to this shelter and comfort dogs, give them treats, cuddle with them and pet them. Uh, and you know, obviously it was to help the dogs with the fireworks. Um, but also they were hoping that it would, uh, instill like a sense of purpose and compassion in the inmates as well. That's really cool. Uh, well, so it's I a win-win for all. Yeah. Win-win. I love that. A win-win That's for all. That's so cute. Oh. I feel like we need that 
out here, but people just need to come over and cuddle and comfort us when there's an earthquake. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but like you want prisoners to come cuddle you. Okay. <laughs> we can yes. send some Florida prisoners. Hard county prisoners. Will you send me the Florida inmates, please? Yes. yes. I need a cuddle. I feel <laughs> safe with them. I know. These are Because I know man. that they don't mess around. True. That's right. That's so true. They'll keep we, us safe. We'll send a fake cop with yep. real Florida inmates. It's going to get deep. <laughs> That's exactly to what we To cuddle need. you Keep with going. Get an iguana in that story. The iguanas. <laughs> cuddle you and iguana. I love go. it. Do you guys do you guys feel uh like hooked on those headlines for sure? I feel oh, I feel real hooked. For sure. I feel super hooked. Semi confused, but hooked for sure. I'm always confused. Been confused since middle school. So we asked people to send in questions. That was a lot of fun. You guys sent in some great ones. And so unfortunately we can't do them all, but we can do a few. And uh, Lauren and Josh, they are professional icebreakers. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Lauren went to school. Yeah. Where did you go to school for icebreaking? Oh, the Arctic, um, right? I went I to the Arctic school for icebreaking, actually. Okay, yeah. nice. And then I Josh, saw your diploma on the wall. That's why I said it, because I recognized yeah. my own diploma being the same right. frame. You recognize the emblem. We were just there different <laughs> years, but we both went. Right. Mm-hmm. We know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we get it. We're on the same page. Josh is ancient. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I opened the school. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, should I? Okay, I'll let you go first. Obviously, that's the... Me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I like do. this because of where the person's from. I feel like it's fitting. The first question. I don't know if we're, nice. we put our questions in the same order. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will read the first one. Have you learned anything while researching the show that made you want to investigate yourself immediately? Ooh. This is from Heidi in Long Beach, California. Oh, hell yeah, Heidi. I know. Hey, Long Beach, LBC. (laughs) I recognize that. What is that? That's a Snoop Dogg song, right? Yeah. So (laughs) something that made you want to investigate like immediately. What about you guys? What is that? Yeah, Uh, I'm sure that's. Out of all your shows, I'm sure there's like something. we've had there. a lot of these. Uh, we have have a lot. The one that comes to mind is one time I was researching um, some scary stories, some like haunted legends, unsolved murders that were mm. in Southern Illinois. And I found one that was from my hometown Mm-mm. in 1975. It was a man named John Shakespeare. Oof. And I... I became so obsessed because this murder was was bananas. Like he was found. I won't get too graphic, but he was basically found like tied up in his basement and like shot in the head. And this okay. was like a sixty something year old man. Oh gosh, I could get more graphic. I'm gonna make <laughs> it, was a bit like, it was intense, and it's completely unsolved. Mm. And so I went down a rabbit hole and I researched and I researched. We actually ended up recording like a almost three hour long episode, me Jeez, and my friend wow. from back home, Steven, who's a teacher. Um, we, we went all in and we recorded this long, keep it weird episode. I think we called it, sh- uh, shake it up murder in the Midwest, yeah, I was. think is the full title. Oh, cool. And we basically just covered like all the different theories that we had on like who committed this crime, why they committed this crime. And it got crazy. And I just have to give her props. Like she did, her and Steven both did so much research. Yeah. They went deep on this investigation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's an what, amazing episode. What number episode is that? So we can all... That's a good oh. question. And I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue. We can but it is it called on, Shake we'll It Up, it on the Murder Instagrams. in the Midwest. Yeah. Shake It Up. Yes. So do you guys ever feel like whenever you're doing research for something like that, uh, investigating uh, like an unsolved murder, for example, like 
if the person's still out there, is it kind of spooky where you're like, okay, what if they like get upset that we're investigating, yeah. you know? Oh my gosh. 100%. Yeah. Because we had, um, we had people telling us like to stop looking into it, stop asking questions mm-hmm. about it. Um, cause there was stuff involved with like the police, like whether it was a cover up or whether we still don't know, spoiler alert, there's no definitive answer at the end nice. of the episode, but we literally had people who would be in contact with us. Like we called the, um, the like local newspaper and they were totally supportive. And then as soon as we said, Oh, by the way, we're also investigating this murder. Oof. It was like no contact anymore. And oh, it goodness. was it was very scary. And even my parents who still live in the town, they were like, hey, like, just be careful. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't like that. Yeah. No. So you're going to don't get whacked. Don't yeah, get whacked. Once, please. once the first person's like, hey, you should stop. I'm like, OK, you're right. <laughs> All right. Sounds you're like right. a great idea. <laughs> you're right. It's, I'm out it's, that's a logical thing. It's so much thing. easier not to do stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to quit doing I'm a stuff. More, I'm better at not doing things than I am. <laughs> than I am doing things. So. Yeah, for sure. So exactly. that was Heidi from Long Beach, right? Yeah. Heidi, you're a blessing. Love you. Do we uh, want to also answer that? Yeah. We what about you guys? We some yeah. wisdom there. Uh, switch questions. Let's switch it up. Let's keep it lively. Okay. How long does it take us to record an episode and how long do we research? That would be Wayne's department because uh, Cameron and I usually come in here Surprise that naked, we're yeah. even recording. <laughs> yeah. they just show That's up. like me with Ashley. I just show up and hope for the best. <laughs> oh, today? We're going to do this today? Okay. Oh, this yeah, I'm is ready. today? Oh. I'm ready today. <laughs> What's our topic? I, I, I think all three of us, uh, when it comes to the uh, Florida Man on Florida Man um, show, we, we contribute differently as far as like research. Um, I, I think I would say two or three hours a week just researching it. Um, but then we get together and kind of hash out the episode before recording mm-hmm. and then... Just kind of press play and see what happens. We, so. we really hone our funny skills, as you can tell. I mean, we're just a gaggle of laughs over here. Oh yeah, <laughs> we bounce jokes off of each other. But uh, how mm-hmm. about you guys? Just take a take a bit. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> do because I feel like we do such in depth research, yeah. and we do different kinds of research. We each mm-hmm. will kind of split up the categories of the topic mm-hmm. that we're working on, and so we each separately have to do like hours and hours like yeah. kind of split up amongst the week and then we unlike you guys who know how to like reel it in and make mm-hmm. a good solid like 40 minute episode we end up talking for mm-hmm. three three and a half hours sometimes yeah. so but- it ends up being lots and lots of time yeah and it totally depends on the topic but sure. we you know if, we, if we're talking about artificial intelligence for example we're not just talking about like what's going on in the world of ai today we're also talking about like the future of ai and then also what does that mean sociologically like will how will we develop laws and and Mm -hmm. will they have rights you know what i mean so we go into like the philosophical stuff so yeah we usually our episodes are usually about three hours long and we usually split them and do like a part one and part two Um, but research totally depends on the topic that's really cool we can barely stand to be in the same room together for over 30 minutes so (laughs) yeah it's that's why your episodes are so tight keep them short finish it up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we have to travel in separate vehicles when we go on the road. It's really yeah, We stay out of uh, fist distance from each other. For that reason. So, uh, Lauren, do you have another one? I sure do. Oof. Um, this one, yeah, this one's <laughs> intense, kind of. But, I mean, it's a great question. 
What advice would you give to someone who is struggling to make genuine friendships in a new city? That's Nicole from Nashville. Hello, Nicole from Nashville. As someone who is not good at making friends, I'm going to take a step back and let y'all answer. (laughs) 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 I feel like you have to join Join clubs. Yeah, because I feel like if you're not making friends at your job, that's like the obvious. Yeah, you join Hells Angels and you make some damn friends. Thank you. That's what you do. Oh, but clubs or the meetup app. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. There's no. a meetup app that tells you about that groups M-E-A-T? meeting around the city. Yes. Yes. Okay, it's good. where you go barbecue. Perfect. <laughs> 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 no, it's like the meetup app. They You can like look up certain categories and you find like-minded people doing things around the city, oh, activities that you want to do and you meet other people. Yeah. Who are I, for friends. I always just tell people, because I don't know, I don't have any activities that I like to do, especially group ones. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a tough one for me. All my friends have been made via like... friends of friends or work or school so i'm i'm bad at this but yeah just find like cycling i know there's like cycling clubs and running clubs and yoga clubs and like video game meetups so true (laughs) which i also am not a huge fan of so i feel like once i move out of this city i'm done with friends (laughs) (laughs) no more I think it's, it's kind of cool too. Me. I think I think like you said, just kind of putting yourself out there. I know that's it's easier said than done, but I, I think something as small as if you're studying or researching, maybe like leave the apartment and do it at Starbucks or somewhere. Just kind yeah. of getting outside. And uh, we had a friend of ours um, whose son moved to St. Pete, and he was kind of in the same boat. And she told him like join whatever club fits your schedule. And so he joined the tennis club, even though he didn't play, and met right. some of his best friends. They taught him how to play and now he's got, you know, and so I think getting over that first step of just, you know, hey, it's awkward at first, yeah. but put just yourself out it. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And don't say True. no to things. If somebody asks right. you to do something. Okay. Except no. drugs. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nah, or fake well, cops. Say no yeah. to drugs. Don't follow <laughs> fake, fake cops. In case it's a fake cop. <laughs> yeah. he, he does love the Yes Man, Jim Carrey movie. I think yeah. that's what he's referencing here. That's what he's getting at. Jim made a lot of friends from doing that. So yeah. with lifelong. Oh, Zoe <laughs> Deschanel, right? Deschanel? Yeah. Y'all probably bump into her at the drag line. Oh, every day. I knew mm-hmm. it. We have the same bangs, so we get along. That's true. Ah, uh, that's where I recognized it. y'all from. I was yep. like, Bang something sisters. about her. Gives <laughs> me a real Zooey vibe. Josh, okay, you- <laughs> my turn. If you could be invisible or never need sleep again, which one would you choose? I mean, this one's easy for me. Uh, what would because you say? if I uh if I could never need sleep, then I'd still have to be kind of quiet around because people are still around. But if I'm invisible, I can kind of sleep anywhere. Yeah, so, true. So you always want to sleep. Yeah, well, I can go gain knowledge as an invisible person. That's true. I mean, hopefully I'm not always invisible because then you're just a ghost, right? Right. Yeah, I feel like you need to be able to turn it on whenever you want. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, never have to sleep again. Could I sleep again if I chose to? Because I love a good sleep, but I also... You know, I have two full-time jobs. I would like to never sleep again so that I work, work, work. also have a life. Wow. But can you choose to sleep if you want to sleep? I think Hmm. so. Stacy, so. uh, in Miami, you really got to bring the question uh, with some more details. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're breaking we, the rules. Know, what's yeah, the paradox here? Yeah, this one's terrible. I would and, rather uh, be able to go invisible. You're uh, blocked from listening to our invisible. show anymore. Yeah, Stacey's I'd rather be able to go blocked. invisible. Yeah, Why? Sure. Why would you be yeah, invisible? Just because I think that you could have a lot of fun with it. 
I think so too, but I also feel like that's see that's part of the Kevin problem is because when yep. you say that you're like Kevin I want to be invisible because I want to have a lot of fun. Yeah, and then Gross. people are you like said it with like some sass. Well, people. Just, that's what I'm saying. That's the vibe. It sounds like. really creepy. Yeah, yeah. right. Be invisible. Have a lot of fun. I want to be invisible <laughs> and just put myself out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> go to clubs. Go to meetups. Yeah, I just want to go dancing. Oof. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you guys so much for sending in questions. We really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. awesome to hear from you guys. And I, I actually, uh, if I can. Okay. I know this is a collaboration. Yeah. But uh, I kind of want to set my my boys up here to look good. Thank you. <laughs> so I've got a quiz question for all of us. A quiz oh, question for all- It kind of plays to our strength as musicians. Okay. In 1989. Uh oh, this is before Billy me. Joel. You still know music. BC, bro. BC. BC. Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. We didn't Smashing, start the fire. Smashing. He smashed records. Every Uh-oh. country. Oh, yeah. Billboard. If they didn't have a billboard, he built a billboard and he hit the chart. Uh, in that song, the lyrics range 50 years. They list 119 things. Now, my two friends here can name. Probably most of them. Easily. How many can y'all name? Us, all of them. Uh, you. I, I mean, you're talking about <laughs> we didn't start the fire. List a lot. <laughs> I know the first lyric. Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. You know, off the top of your head. Um, I think a good portion. I, we could do I feel like if I sang I, it in my head, I could come right. up with some. I need to show my boy strength here, though. Can y'all want to start first and then let them take over? I was always taught to let them go first, the ladies go first, so I was going to let you guys go for okay. it. Don't be too humble, boys. Y'all step in when you need to. Are we collaborating? Is it girls versus boys? Uh, I think like so. Are going to shout one out and you guys shout uh-huh. one back? Okay. Well, then we'll go with the first lyric. Okay, right? let's go. All right. Wayne, Harry- Wayne I, I can't uh- condone what Wayne looking at his phone here. <gasps> oh, yeah. Wayne, what are Wayne! you doing? I'm just trying Put to see what time it is. Down. I, you're a liar. Put your phone away. Harry Truman. Face Harry down. Truman. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Fine. Um uh North Korea. I think yeah. Cameron? Uh is that a is that a glow from no. your lap? Richard Nixon. Oh my is that a go. These, Eisenhower. these two boys have glowing crotches. That's what <laughs> no, I'm no, saying. Put, throw your phones at the wall. Look, okay. we have throw, no phones in our hands. We're not cheating. I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know this. I I, I know the chorus, but I don't. Know I'm the counting words. on you two guys to make us look good. I know you should have given us a heads up because I have yeah. no idea. I'm not prepared. That's the surprise. Sing Y'all are musicians. Head. You know every catalog. Okay. <laughs> if they can name any more, then I guess they win. Marilyn uh, Monroe, Liberace, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio. Uh, JFK. What else do I have to say? <laughs> Rockefeller, yeah, uh, Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland was in there. I think they say vaccine, vaccine, Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's like uh, ten James at least. Dean. James, yep. oh yeah, James Dean, Malcolm X. Jeez, do y'all yep. just listen H-bomb. to this? H-bomb. Is anybody fact checking? Bay of Pigs, Bay of Pigs was in there. <laughs> Alabama, Ar- what? No. Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah. South Korea's in there. Not at that part. No. <laughs> South Korea and North Ooh, Korea. I have Pacific. a feeling that uh, they do karaoke to this song. They also say hula hoops. <laughs> hula, hula hoops. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. You okay, too. Okay, guys. I uh, apologize. 
We went. No, that was really good. I, I thought we were really we going to make you look good here. I thought y'all were going to make us look good. You, you boys. can find uh, the Keep It Weird podcast on the Meetup app for <laughs> singing cover <laughs> Billy Join Joel's that club. Oh my gosh. I that love it. Candy. Candy okay. something else. I don't they're know still the going. order that they go Me in. Either. Just, now you're just showing off, though. It's yeah. a four, it's True, a four man sorry song. I know. I'm sorry. We forfeit. We're done. The thing it's about a really it is, long I, song. I know the chorus song. of that song, but I'm embarrassed. I don't. I, and the JFK part, I feel like Let I know me hear that. some of the chorus. Uh, something about not starting the fire. That's the was name it of always the song. burning? Was yeah. it always burning yeah. since the world's been turning? That's mm-hmm. all I got. They just burned you on your own. I know. That's all I got. <laughs> mm. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Greg to fix it in post. It's gonna sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be a robot voice a robot. coming in like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the icebreakers, and um, <laughs> we definitely appreciate him. Josh is very creative um, when it comes to quizzing us. <laughs> yes. yes uh, <laughs> Oh, Josh. Yes. <laughs> it was kind of uh, planned. Did it you set us up? It was yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So, so the, the funny part about it was, is Josh doesn't realize this, but I'm going to let him in on something. What? He sent me a screenshot oh of some of the questions the other night, and the bottom part of the screenshot said, it'll be probably before <laughs> I do the surprise icebreaker. Oh, God. You're the worst. I don't, I, I don't like typing, so I screenshot. <laughs> I'm not a good typer. Josh, he ruined everything. Well, he didn't he didn't know he still didn't know. I didn't yeah, yeah, that's I, true, I, I didn't, I didn't know what the surprise icebreaker was. Forever so faithful funny, still. Though. No, he, I did not know, well, I promise. Cross my it heart. was funny too because Josh was like, Oh, I think I'm gonna do this. Uh, are you familiar with the song? And we were both like, We know it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> like, we already know this song. We've been preparing our whole lives for this moment. For this wow. moment. Glad we you forget. Have, I'm a musician too. Yeah. So you back Come up. Come on. Obviously a better one. We're backed off. Yeah, we're yeah, backed off. High in our face, I guess. We have is. been destroyed. Uh, Gosh, no, that but was truthfully, wonderful. Josh probably didn't share with you guys that he also plays the harp. Mm-hmm. He's very what? humble. Uh, yes. Yeah, is that it's, true? A, it's an app is that true? on the iPad. It's an iPad harp, but uh, it's, I beautiful. Bet it's beautiful. Oh, it still no, y'all see it. Still, he plays I would like the, to hear he plays it sometime. The, the Renaissance Fair circuit, and you can see him with his mm-hmm. iPad playing the harp. My corset. I'm busty. Yeah. Busting out. I love it. I would it. love to hear that so much. I'll send you a pic. It's not, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. Photoshop it, I'm sure. Heads up. So we have a story that we've been kind of cooking for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a, it's a, I guess you could say it's weird, right? We're going to keep Hello. it that way. Oh, We're gonna keep it's it. weird. Keep it that way, right? Oh, keep it weird. Uh, you see what happens? You see what happens? their name. Uh, it's about a family called the Betts family. Um, they're Florida natives. And on the surface, they seem like pretty much any other family. Um, the father, Antoine, he was mm. an engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother's name was Jerry, and uh, she was an entrepreneur and an activist. And the son, Terry, was a pre-med student. Right? So that's straightforward. I love unisex names. You love it. Like Terry, uh, like Terry, Terry and Jerry? Jerry. Stacey. Very traditional Tracy. Florida family. Antoine. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but towards the end of 1973, um, the Betts family purchased 88 acres of woodland just outside of Fort George Island, Florida. So this massive piece of property. Um, and on the evening of March 26th, 1974, Antoine Betts receives this phone call that there's been a brush fire that started and it spread over a good chunk of his acreage. Mm. Right. So they're hanging out in the middle of the night. Someone mm-hmm. calls, hey, Antoine, your land's on fire. You know how it happens. Mm. Right. 
we got to answer old old phone. In there. Exactly. Uh, Cameron, so you don't know what that sounds like. Nope. <laughs> Overnight, uh, the fire is put out. Um, but the following morning, the family goes out to kind of see the damage, kind of survey everything and see what's mm-hmm. happening. Um, and so they inspect the property and they don't find much. But on their way out, uh, they discover this peculiar little polished metal orb. OK, um, it's completely smooth. There's mm-hmm. no scuffs on it. And the only marking on it is this triangle that's been kind of etched on the top. Mm-hmm. And it's there like without damage, like it's beautiful. It's shining. Um, just like super smooth. And so basically the family is like, okay, it's could it be something from like a satellite, maybe something from NASA fell out of the sky. Yeah, and, yeah they're in Florida, right? Right. And, yep. and and maybe this started the fire, right? Oh, oh my goodness. Nice. You see that? See that they're like, we, they're like, we didn't start the fire. No. Wow. But that it was, was always it was burning. Burned. It was a yeah. that's <laughs> actually it was always, a lyric yeah. in the song. Bet's family. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. See, <laughs> I knew one it. of the items. It was Chrome a it was, ball, the, it was the long con inscription. <laughs> uh, I tried. I tried to join. I know, <laughs> but that was the issue. The issue was it couldn't have fallen from the sky um, because there was no impact crater. It was just kind of laying there. Um, impact crater was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Uh, and there was, and there was no damage to the orb itself. Um, so mm-hmm. they're all like, okay, it's unlikely it fell from the sky, but this whole land is kind of burnt to hell. And then there's just super clean, smooth um, orb here. And so they do what anybody would do. They take it home with them. They just yeah, right. it, obviously, yeah, Naturally. right. What's that that game that sport called? The uh, yeah, shoulder toss. Shoulder toss. Shoulder so toss. The orb was <laughs> shot put. Shot put. Thank there it is. you. Shoulder uh, so, so the orb Shot, was about the size of a bowling ball, um, but it weighed 22 pounds. Mm. The family showed it off to some relatives and some friends, mm-hmm. um, basically just trying to figure out like what it could possibly be. Um, right. They had no ideas. And so basically it ended up on a window seal in Terry's bedroom. Terry's the son. Mm. Um, okay. And so it kind of sat there for a couple of days until one night Terry decides he's going to bring home this girl named Teresa Mm. Because he wants to impress her with his guitar playing skills. Okay, yeah. I thought, sure, oh, uh, right. Yeah. So if you can't, yeah, if you can't see me, I just said quotations, yeah. air quotes. That means air we don't quotes. believe him. Here's Wonderwall, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> we don't buy it. So, anyways, here's Wonderwall. Um, but what's interesting is um, Terry and Teresa both claim that the moment he started playing guitar, mm-hmm. the orb began emitting this throbbing sound um, whoa, in whoa. response to the music. <laughs> That's a right. Ver, not Teresa, the orb. Whatever it is. The orb released okay. a throbbing sound. Okay. Uh, so, no. So, the orb starts making this noise. Um, and so, as the days went on, the noise doesn't stop. The dog's freaking out, right? It's making this kind of low hum. Needs some Brevard prisoners. Boom. There you got go. It. And he's got the one. Um, So, what's interesting is the moment um, this started happening, it never stopped. So, a bunch of weird stuff starts happening. Um, a couple of days later, they noticed that the ball was moving on its own. The orb was moving on its own. Like, no one's touching it. It starts moving around. There's no hamster inside this thing? No. It's super <laughs> solid. Okay. So when they oh. put it on a table, um, it would roll, like, right to the ledge of the table, but mm. never roll off. Pool table? At any table. It okay. would just roll, like, to the edge of something and then kind of come back to the center. And this is a 22-pound ball? Right. It, it, so it was like it had a, a mind of its own. Like, it was aware of its surroundings. Globe? You could say that. And so uh, they also noticed that it responded to like weather patterns. So on days when it was kind of dark and stormy, the ball would just kind of hum and make that spooky noise. Mm -hmm. But on days where the sun was out, um, it was 
constantly moving around. And it would say it feels like 117. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) On one instance, um, when it was really bright outside, uh, the family said it moved for a solid 12 minutes uh, on its own before returning to its resting place. Yeah, at what point do you just move out? Yeah, I don't. Or just get rid of the ball. Or throw it in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just going to move your garbage crane across the kitchen, though. (laughs) A 22 pound ball. I just feel like the moment it starts making the humming noise and being weird, I'm out. I'm taking it back to the field, dropping it off and being like, I'm sorry. You know, here it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. I'm putting it under my mattress for a nice little vibrator. Princess princess in the pee situation. (laughs) I can feel something under here. I must be a princess. So what's interesting is um, when they kind of ran out of ideas and they're starting to get spooked, they decide that they're going to turn to um, the public. They feel like they're going to call some people, Uh bring in the professionals. And so they call the Jacksonville Journal. That was the largest publication nearby. And the journal decides they're going to send a photographer out by the name of Lon Inger. Oh, traditional. Very traditional journalist name. Traditional name, name, yeah. Lon (laughs) Inger. So Lon shows up. He's Uh a skeptic right away because who isn't, right? Uh, right. And, and he sees it. That's healthy. It, it is. It's healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And so he sees it and he says that when they put the orb down in front of him, uh, they encouraged him to give it a push. And so he did. He kind of mm-hmm. gave it a nudge. Mm-hmm. And then Lon says that it rolled four feet away from him, stopped, turned around and rolled back to his feet and stayed there. So this is the journalist from the Jacksonville Journal. Yeah. Okay. So now he's become a believer. He's no longer a skeptic. He goes back to Jacksonville. He writes the story and he publishes it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's like a media frenzy. Now people are freaking out because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a magic ball. Yeah, it's yeah, out there. Right. Yeah, because this is insane. So, reporters from the New York Times, the London Daily, uh, there were journalists from Japan who came out and they're wow. all showing up on the Betts family property. Right. So, these are some big names. Well, they got some, like 88 acres. I, I know. So, yeah, they have room for everybody. everybody. Plenty of room. But the issue with all the media buzz um, is that it draws the attention of the United States military. Of course. Mm. How can we weaponize this ball? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Put it in in a uh, cannon. Exactly. Shoot it at somebody. (laughs) I believe they were worried that it was like a Russian satellite or something. Wasn't they, that something? Oh, it was like Sputnik. That's still the yeah. with everything. At some point in time, that's what they were saying was that it, mm-hmm, that it could dang. possibly be a piece from Sputnik. Yeah. Um, oh. And so I think for me, naturally, when the military gets involved, I'm like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm spooked at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think the Beth's family, from what I can tell, they almost kind of had a piece about it. They're like, yes, please. Like, tell us what this is. Can you Just help us? Just tell us what it is. Right. So a spokesperson for the U.S. Navy, they tell the Beth's family, look, Give us two weeks to evaluate it. We're going to let our scientists look at it. And if we come to the conclusion that it's not harmful and it doesn't belong to the military, we're going to give it back to you. Spokesperson's like low grade, though. They don't know nothing. Well, and also, I wouldn't trust them for nothing. When the military says, just trust us, we're going to give it back to you, I almost feel like, no. nah, that's not right. Mm-hmm. They're, no. You're going to take it and we're put it in your collection. You. That's what they mean. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but funny enough, a two week period goes by and they do in fact return it to the Betts family. I would be even more worried then. Yeah. Like, okay. See, my what first, you don't want it. We definitely don't want it. Yeah. yeah. My first right. reaction is they swapped it off. Like they swapped oh, it Oh yeah. They yeah. had it for two weeks and they were like, we x-rayed it. It's like you took two weeks to x-ray it. Yeah. Exactly. There's no so way. Here, here's your sphere back. Yeah. Yeah. We did Wink. not. We, we wink, didn't, wink. Yeah, we didn't swap it out with another Why sphere. Why does it have three holes in it and have a bowling alley? <laughs> it smells like paint. Yeah. Mine wasn't made out of Play-Doh before. Exactly. <laughs> it was very soft. 
what's interesting is the Betts family, they, they weren't quite happy with the government's answer when the government says, hey, there's, uh, there's no radiation. It's not an explosive. You can have it back. The Betts family was like, did you not listen to us? Like it moves on its own. Like right. it's, this is really strange. They're like, yeah, we got tons of those. Right, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't impress us. <laughs> so they reach out to a scientist um, by the name of Dr. James Harder. Mm-hmm. And he's up from Chicago. He studies it. And then he holds this press conference um, in Chicago on June 24th, 1977. And he says that the internal components uh, are not made of any known elements uh, on Earth. Perfect. And that um, the atomic <laughs> level, the, the atomic number is higher than 140. So it's basically an atom bomb. <laughs> what? Okay. No wonder cool. they gave it back. Great. Let's put it in the trash can. Yeah. So <laughs> hmm. the government says, hey, don't worry about it. You can have mm-hmm. it back. James Harder says, this is going to blow up the whole country. Jeez. Right. Mm. He who also do you trust, though? I mean, James who do we Harder, to? the government, they kind of both have pros and cons. Well, the government's never steered us wrong before. No. Mm-mm. True. So, never. Uh, What's interesting is uh, James Harder also advised against trying to drill into it because he said it would either A, set it off and explode, or B, Make it would it really a- angry. It would offend Uh-oh. its extraterrestrial creators. Oh, wow. No. These are oh, the two right. options. That's so he's it? going out and he's you know going Terry's out and like, saying, Oh, crap. I already tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hence the triangle. Okay. <laughs> but what's fascinating <laughs> is shortly after this, uh, the media attention kind of dies down. The Betts family kind of, I don't know, they just kind of lose interest i guess with the public knowing about it and there's not a whole lot uh from that point forward but ashley um did some research and has some theories mm-hmm. um she knows a whole lot more about it so i'm gonna let her let you take it away and just kind of see if we yeah. can guess what's happening theories. here so the the word that people use to describe things like the bet's fear is an out of place artifact Um, Out-of-place artifacts are artifacts of historical, archaeological, or paleontological interest found in an unusual context. So, for example, do you guys know what the Baghdad battery is? No. Sounds fun. So this thing... My dad was a Baghdad battery. (laughs) 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 Go on. (laughs) was found in modern-day Iraq... And it's been dated to around 224 AD. And it was a ceramic pot, a tube of copper and a rod of iron, which seemingly is an object that would be used to create electricity. But that's crazy because that was a long, 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 long time before we even knew what electricity was. So why did they have this? Uh, We actually have an episode on our show called Pyramids, Coils and Ancient Electricity, where we discuss whether or not ancient Egypt might have had working electricity and lights. That's um, amazing. It's pretty wild. There's actually a lot of evidence. There's actually a lot of evidence. Might have. Yeah, that probably did. So, yeah, um, this object is something that no one has ever been able to definitively identify. And therefore it's known as an out of place object. There's a lot of other examples like the Incas, for example, I think it was the Incas. Yeah. They had like little carved trinkets that look just like modern day jet planes, like even down to propellers and stabilizing tails and landing gears. And this this is, is you know, no one Uh, could possibly no, and and you know people say, oh, it's a bumblebee. It's like a bumblebee with a landing gear. Like what's happening? <laughs> right. So, uh, the huh. bed sphere is a situation where you're looking at like an out of place artifact in real time. 
like in the future, we may look back and be like, well, duh, that was this. Okay. But how did it get there? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's so, really cool. I think we're all quiet over here because we're all just kind of like stunned that we didn't know <laughs> these objects existed. No, I've never heard of right. them. Right. Oh, yeah. There's a I think ton we of should them. be researching time travel at this point. Well, they hey. did already. It's I was going to say, our oh. next episode is on time travel. It really is. Yeah. What um, the heck? So the, the bet sphere, um, there's no reason for us to have this technology. No one can definitively say what the heck this thing is and what its use could be. Um, like if it isn't. So one of the the theories, there was this guy, he was a sculptor and he said that he was transporting all these um, uh, metal balls, these metal spheres to, I think it was New Mexico from Florida and he lost several on the way and it's like well first of all how did you lose several (laughs) 20 pound metal balls and like that is just not a big deal and also the route that he took he would it would have had to have rolled 25 miles so it's like okay so he's a lot yeah so that's not it but if it isn't (laughs) if it isn't a fear spear from a sculpture and it is quote definitely not alien technology then what is it like why does it emit a low frequency hum why did it move on its Mm. own why would it vibrate and it wasn't like you said it's not just witnessed by the family like countless other people witnessed it journalists and family friends and scientists and and military personnel witnessed it as well Mm -hmm. um and when the Betts family finally gave the sphere over to the Navy to analyze it, they came back, you know, they said, no, it's just a really high quality stainless steel ball that seemed that seemed to be kind of the end of the story. <laughs> they were impressed. That's They're like, this is yeah. high quality. Like, We've had a really this for nice two ball weeks. You have there. It took Congrats. two weeks to determine that this is just stainless steel. Um, <laughs> but when you look at. Uh, supernatural cases the the main thing that you want to look at uh, like especially you know famous ones is the the family themselves mm. so we've already covered ah, okay. like the bets is they're not quacks they mm-hmm. were sensible people they were responsible Engineer, citizens entrepreneur exactly yeah. names all the, the things check out. <laughs> all of it everything checks out what med student <laughs> med student uh, too yeah, terry was med student. Terry, see um, Jerry Betts, the the matriarch, the mother, she actually ran for state representative in 1972. So, like, mm. these are legit people, right? Um, let's see. Basically, they had nothing to gain from perpetrating a hoax. For sure, they, they got cash flow. They exactly, they've got money. Yeah. They have no reason, and it's not like this was something where it's like oh, we're going to get all this positive attention from this. Um, and that's really important to look at when you're looking at supernatural stories. And a good example, uh, do you guys know who Barney and Betty Hill are? No. Okay. Mm. Tell us. We're they not well-educated. We're a what? couple. You're not well-educated in like the weirdest <laughs> stories in the world. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. The Inca jet fighter. Sorry. <laughs> How, do you, know How do you this? not know about How do you not know? But in so, basically everything else we are educated in. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Barney and Betty Hill, like their story was the first widely publicized report of an alien abduction in the United Oof. States. And um, this was 1961. And Betty and Barney were an interracial couple. Living in New mm-hmm. Hampshire in 1961. Wow. So, so they wouldn't want, sure, though. They would not have nice. wanted attention on themselves. Right. Positive, negative, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they wouldn't have wanted, like, 
it would it to wouldn't be, be a good idea and separated no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. exactly it wouldn't have been a good idea so that to gain. lends credibility mm-hmm. to their story where it's like okay but you have to think about like what would they get out of it if they did fake this if they were yeah. lying and what would the end game be like if the ball was they just have normal. to want to break up on a national level like yeah. If we're going to yeah. break up, we got to break up big. Exactly. Let's, yeah. That was the goal. I don't, th- I don't think that's, yeah, that's never been a. And even the Betts family, actually, you know, they didn't lose interest really as much as they were harassed for Oof. the rest of their lives. Man. They still, to this day, um, uh, the son who I don't believe we have his name. Was it Terry? I think they had another Terry. son who was even younger, not the son that found the ball, a much younger son. Uh-huh. He's spoken about it and said, you know, my family will Barry. not talk it's about Barry. it anymore. Um, really? To this day, Jerry, the mother, um, she's known as Jacksonville's like one of their greatest businesswomen, and she will not talk about it anymore. Although she does say that she knows where it is, which is kind oh. of like sneaky, suspicious. Girl. Yeah, yeah I think anything with the word orb or globe or sphere comes up and she gets immediately. She's like, how do you know? Yeah. So like Christmas decorations, she's like, oh, don't get those chrome ones. (laughs) (laughs) Only only colored lights and red balls. Honestly, I really, I, I kind of, I mean, like you said, so many people saw it do the weird stuff. Yeah. And it, to me, just seems really suspicious. Like the moment the military gets involved, it's just like, okay, well, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. You know what I right. mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, that's odd to me that they would be like, here, you can have it back. Because yeah, I, feel like I even agree. If they, yeah. I, I feel like even if it was remotely, you know, I don't know, abnormal, they're just going to keep it. Paper, they yeah. keep it as a paperweight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To make the trip back out there to give it to them is inconvenient. Right. So. Right. True. I mean, when like I when I was reading the story, I was struck by the amount of times that it was attempted to get the sphere out of their possession. Like um, J. Allen Hynek, who was one of the founders of Project Blue Book, was um, that guy that you talked about who said it was an atomic bomb. It was one of his James colleagues. Harder. Yes. Okay, cool. So he was working alongside Hynek, who um, I don't know if you know what Project Blue Book is, but it was basically like the uh, the Air Force's first UFO coalition. And we're, um, we're well aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So <laughs> he was writing them. He was the one that was like, send it to me, send it to me. And they were like, mm, no, we're not going to send it to you. Like anything could happen. We're not going to mail yeah, this. Thing. It's a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> this bomb sent to you. Um, so the U.S. military wanted to take it from them. Different scientists and physicists Mm-mm. claiming it was just an ordinary ball. And they were claiming this after they saw it move around. So. It was just That's how strange. you get it, though. If you see something really cool, you go, "Nah, that thing's a piece of crap." Actually, yeah, I'll I already it, have I'll that it your Pokemon I'll take card. It for you, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this wouldn't be the first time that people have collected evidence that they thought was supernatural, only to have the military or the government, in some capacity, come in and take it and never return it. Yeah. So, right. Um, there's a precedent. Yeah, that. yeah. There's a reason that these people, even in the 70s, were like, "I think." I will uh, hold on to it. Thank yep. you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even Antoine, he no longer talks about it. Right after this, they found it and it started, you know, it started behaving. He was super eager to talk about it. He was really excited. But then after, you know, they were harassed by um, the media. They were harassed by people. People in their town called them liars. They eventually had to move out of their home um, because mm. they were just, 
ridiculed. They were made fun of for having this like mm-hmm. alien ball. So it's like, well, of course they don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. But no and one knows like where it is. it's like a literal ball and chain that you're carrying around with you, which kind of <laughs> yeah. sucks. Come on. It's a 22-pound <laughs> heavy ball, and you're like, this thing, ugh. Tired of talking about it. Tired of carrying it. It's weighing Piece me down in all the ways. In every way. <laughs> yeah. I do have one more thing if you're interested in hearing it. We are. Um, we are. This is kind of crazy. Interesting. This might actually be two different cases. What? So what? one supernatural and one paranormal. Because aside the from science. this. Put the science. This is the science. No. Hashtag and science. <laughs> so aside from the sphere being a total weirdo, there was also reports from the Betts uh, family of slamming doors throughout the house, hearing no, voices like and that. hearing organ music play. <gasps> That's oddly specific. That's right. Yeah. Right. And the family always blamed the ball. They were like, oh, it's this, this ball is making this happen. But I Mm -hmm. actually think the house was also haunted because uh, I I think it was cursed because um, I found some research on the house that they lived in. To this day, the Betzes were the only ones who ever lived in the house full time since it was built. It was built in 1927. It was the winter home of a Chicago realtor named Nettleton Neff, which is ridiculous. That's not a name. And (laughs) he had the mansion built. The designer (laughs) called the house his most unique design, but there was something that he didn't like. Even the designer was like, I don't like this house. And I designed it. Hello. So um, Neff's wife, Catherine, died in what the Chicago Daily Tribune called a mysterious fire at the Neff summer home in Michigan. In 1928, his 21-year-old um, son, William, disappeared from school. He mm. was going to Harvard and was found two weeks later. Um, he had hung himself in Connecticut. And then in April of 1931, having never even set foot in his Florida winter home, Nettleton Neff shot himself in the head. What? So Whoa. basically, this house was built, and then every single member of the family that built this house died or killed themselves cursed okay. so i think Don't that like maybe that. yeah like part of it part of me thinks like the bets attributed the strange happenings inside the house to the sphere that they'd found at the site of the fire but it could have been yeah. that like maybe they brought in an extraterrestrial artifact mm-hmm. which amplified paranormal activity mm-hmm. or maybe <laughs> they brought in a like totally normal sphere that got like possessed by a poltergeist yeah. right that was I'm or just open sure. them up to being cognizant of it well, true yeah i was, yeah. I was gonna say the ball's normal. It's just hanging out. And then now you got this like demon who's like, hey, check this out. He's pushing it around the house. <laughs> like Cameron it. and his invisibility. Yeah, it's me and my putting in- spins on the ball. Invisible powers. Uh-huh. Having some fun so, or whatever he said. <laughs> well, do you do you think though, like it that the sphere um contributed to the the forest fire, the brush fire that happened? Man, I don't know. Oh. I mean, it is, a, you know, how uh, do you guys have a lot of brush fires out there? Because California, there's a fire every the time. other mm-hmm. week. So it's kind of like, no, no we're, real, we're so humid and damp yeah, down here. True. It's so wet. Oh, yeah. So that is kind of weird then, right? Yes, it is. Because in, in my mind, I, I think I kind of like imagined it kind of coming through like a cannonball. Uh, nice. Miley Cyrus style, like a setting ball, everything yeah. on fire. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but then there was no impact crater, right? So mm-hmm. they felt mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. kind of ruled that out. But if it's extraterrestrial, and it could have, it, so it could have been a controlled descent. You know True. what I mean? Like, yeah, so it didn't have if, to be. It didn't have to just crash land, like a free fall, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is just kind of weird to me. But I, I think the weird. one thing, 
that I can walk away. Like for me personally, I definitely think the military kept the real one and gave them me too. A one hundred percent. Yeah. There's no like Josh said. It's not worth the time for them to even drive out there and return it. Yeah. Unless they're trying to maintain some kind of like trick. Because if all the press was was there, all the time. Yeah. yeah, All all the time. It would look super shady if the military kept it. True. They got to walk up and be like, here, we've brought it back to you. It's the same one. See? Everything's fine. Here's your garbage aluminum ball back. (laughs) Here's your tinfoil. I mean, they have an atom bomb dropped on their back property Mm -hmm. and their house is haunted. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know. Not good luck for the Betts family. No, 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 no. Rough times. They had everything going and good in their life. Engineers and good careers. Well, they just bought 80 Haunted acres. House. True. Yeah, yeah clearly they house. were doing well. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and yeah. I were talking about it earlier. We were talking about like, okay, if the ball is still in their possession, like what are they doing with it? And I like to think that it's like the family dog now. Yeah, and they're like, come here. Yeah, and they've over. like trained it. It's like Alf. It, and it has like a personality and it's Sits just at the like, dinner table. Mm-hmm. Smokes cigarettes. <laughs> Jeez. Coffee. <laughs> I like him. It went far for me. No, I love it. But what if, okay, this just happened. So bear with me. But what if it is extraterrestrial or Mm -hmm. military and it's got like radio signals or some kind of like radio capability Mm -hmm. and that's the organ they were hearing. If they were like hearing music and maybe it was like, because sometimes like if an amplifier is not grounded properly, you'll pick up a radio station nearby. Yeah. Oh, totally could be. We got some knowledge. So like what if that... uh, yeah, I don't memorize lyrics, but I I do know a lot about extraterrestrial balls. So like, <laughs> that's right. No, but it, the, so who knows? But I I, I like to think um, that the military is still sitting on it, and maybe it was like one of their like experimental weapons. It got out, and they're like, "Oh crap, Larry, you let." Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I like to imagine it also hanging out with the family, but it's it's like a speciesist, so it's smoking. But it hates humans, so it's like <laughs> humans ruining the earth, putting that galaxy. That's I like how that I too. like to imagine it. That's, By the way, you've got one. a demon in your house. You're so inefficient <laughs> with your skin bags. <laughs> Why don't you evolve into a big chrome ball like me? I love it. Oh, that's a good character. It's, it's been so fun, and I feel like, it's been honestly, a blast. Um, we said it earlier, it's such an honor having you guys here. Mm-hmm. And, the OGs, um, the original. The OGs, the original <laughs> paranormal true crime. We don't want to go through your whole thing. We could. We know it verbatim all. So. Right. Yeah. We yeah. know you do. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> but yeah. So we definitely appreciate you guys. And, Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much um, for having us. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Absolutely. And we hope that everybody heads out um, to check them out. Can you guys um, kind of roll the red carpet out for your social media? And how can we find your stuff, your episodes, all, all of your uh For sure. Materials? We are uh, Keep It Weird. And obviously, we're on pretty much everything. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Libsyn, TuneIn, Google Play, Podbean. And our social media is super easy. It's just at Keep It Weird Cast. And that's Twitter, Instagram. Facebook's just facebook.com slash keep it weird cast. We're pretty easy to find. Yep. Nice. Awesome. So you heard it here first. Go check them out. Seriously, send them all your love um, for everything spooky, science, paranormal, and weird. Nice. And, and uh, you know if to you find ever yes, have, ma'am. yeah, no, I was just going to say, if you ever have any uh, strange stories yourselves, 
Yeah. Send them our way. You can send us a direct message. We always like to um, tell people's spooky stories Everyone's on our podcast. We do listener yeah. ghost stories, mm-hmm. and they are our and best episodes. Legit, Come on. very scary episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So send us your. Tales. Josh would love it. Yeah, I'm a Reagan, Nancy. I'm like, okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Get out of here. Getting late now. Getting late. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, As always, we love you and appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to our very first crossover episode. We were so thrilled to join Florida Men on Florida Man via Skype in their studio in Florida. We've been huge supporters of each other's shows for months now, and they've got one of the funniest indie pods out there right now so make sure you check out more of their show every episode starts with some florida man headlines which i know you guys love and ends with a wild and crazy florida story and it's just it's a blast follow these guys on instagram at fmofm podcast and their twitter which is also at fmofm podcast and tune in for our next episode where we will be discussing time travel keep it weird guys we'll see you soon trust me i'm a cop follow me